1: Menopause is coming and the men have all left town, but I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. Thirty-nine and single, can someone help me out? He could be balding, bearded, shorter or tall, funny, smart, love basketball, From gay, to straight, black to white, Shiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm, sperm cast. I broke my knee. Okay, I'm exaggerating a little, but I do have a hairline fracture in my knee, you guys. What the fuck? Okay, sorry. It's not my knee. (laughs) It's my tibia. The tip of my tibia. The outer tip of my tibs, you guys. I have a hairline fracture, and guess what? I'm not allowed to walk. Are you kidding me? I was walking on it for five days thinking everything was fine. I almost didn't go to my MRI appointment and I went because my mom said, you gotta go, just go just in case. It's fun. So I went and turns out I got this hairline fracture. I've got to be on crutches for like six to eight weeks. This is bullshit. I can't get anything done. I can't clean my Airbnb. I can't take headshots. I can't even walk from my kitchen to my fucking office carrying a cup of coffee. It takes me a half an hour to get dressed and 45 minutes to take a shower and it's scary in there. I mean, I don't want to fall down and I need to get one of those things where you sit on it in the shower, but I don't want to waste plastic or the money. So, you know, if any of you has one of those at home and you live in Los Angeles, hit me up and, you know, drop it off or something. That would be great. I'm really struggling. My Airbnb makes 70 pounds of laundry a week. Last week, my basketball team had a service come and do it for me, and it was $115. (gasps) Oh, Lord. Hey, but the good thing is I'm in a great mood. I'm not feeling depressed or bummed out. I mean, I'm super fucking annoyed and frustrated that I can't walk and that I'm hemorrhaging money, but I'm feeling hopeful about the future and thinking of potential dates where I might inseminate myself. So, hell yeah. Okay, let me just address a couple things before we get this podcast started. My mom says that the podcast is sounding a little bit lazy lately because I haven't been doing as many cutaways, but you know, sorry, that's just how it is because I was so exhausted before and I had to like look out for my own mental health. And now that I've got some of my energy back, I, I've got this knee problem and I've got to keep my foot elevated while I'm sitting at my desk, which makes my butt hurt. And I can't explain why, but it's just very uncomfortable to sit here at the desk. So there's that. But this week, I have a couple more cutaways than last week, if that helps at all. And one of those cutaways is from my incredible grandmother nana now remember adam hooper from that episode with the three strangers that reached out to me he was the australian one well he sent me an email because he tested his sperm and he wanted to share his results in case you've forgotten my men all tested between you know 15 and 30 million sperm per milliliter and then uh, my brother tested 110 or something like that well Adam Hooper got 234 million sperm per milliliter that's basically a billion per batch y'all that's crazy here's some of the email he sent to me he told me to read it in an Australian accent now while I guess you you can say I'm gloating I just want to offer some hope my sperm count prior to taking supplements and changing my diet and a few lifestyle changes my results were considered average he says they were kinda of like the guys in my previous episode. He says that he's living proof that with dedication and serious pill popping of supplements that, that your sperm count can take a dramatic turn. He sent me a link to some supplements and he also said that he eats salmon and garlic 20 nights a month and that he switched from eggs in the morning to porridge and honey and that he's also increased his intake of berries. All right, we need to get on with this podcast. So here is what's going on. I have two wonderful guests today. They are Kurt Brownoler and Lauren Cook, and they are parents. Parents, you guys. I'm going to ask Kurt for his sperm because I know he can reproduce. Now, Lauren has heard a couple of these episodes, and Kurt knows the concept, but he hasn't heard any of it. So on their way to Amanda's house to record, Lauren was looking at her phone, and this is what happened.
2: Over here, I was like looking in my phone um, <laughs> because our daughter is uh, she's 18 months. She's just started walking and apparently you're supposed to get like a little potty for them at that age. And then by the time she's two, she'll be comfortable with it and she'll be like rock and And So I was reading and just out of the blue, I was like, so I guess we have to start peeing in front of her.
3: Or- no,
4: no, 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 no. You didn't say that. No, what you said is, OK, so. We need to pee in front of her.
3: Right. But out of the blue, she was
4: dead silence. We've been driving for like five minutes. He was super
2: quiet for a minute, and I was like, and then he goes, "I thought you meant the podcast." (laughs) (laughs) He thought part of this like (laughs) sperm test was yeah, like he has to. Pee in front oh. of me it yeah. was so funny I was like you're really up for anything if you imagine
4: that I was just like well I go, okay I, I guess. guess I could do that I don't think I, pr- I probably couldn't I used to, I did try to do a bit on stage once we're at an adult diaper on and then tried to pee while doing stand-up uh-huh. and I couldn't do it I couldn't Ooh. pee yeah
2: that I don't would think be I hard. could pee
4: in front of strangers
2: yeah, it's a sign of relaxation,
1: right? I oh. guess
4: I don't know. I think I'm just sh- pee shy in general. Shy I,
1: I'm trying to think if I've ever peed in front of anyone else, like in in my clothes. <laughs> you ha- Wait. Well, you pee <laughs> all the close. time. You pee in every basketball I mean, game. That's true. You.
5: <laughs> ha yeah, has a. I don't what? think I've ever told my listeners that before. oh I? yeah, Molly has a you
2: uncontrollable
1: have a <laughs> bladder.
2: Okay, well, wait until you have a baby.
1: I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's a fear. Um, yeah, I, a little tiny bit comes out every time I get bumped in basketball or if I have to jump really, like if I jump too hard. Is it on the floor? Is it no, like no, no, no. It's just like a drip or two. I've I never seen it. I only know because Molly. Come, I talk about yeah, it. Yeah, proclaims it. I, I celebrate. <laughs> guys, I pee. No, I celebrate when I don't pee in a game. I go, guys, I didn't pee my pants today. <laughs> but sometimes in the middle of a game, I'll run to the bathroom and change my underwear. Oh. Um, so you, you just you, bring or extra Sometimes underwear. I'll wear two pairs of underwear. <laughs> oh, like you layer them. You yeah, need to get some of those twice. period panties. Yeah, a couple. Uh-huh. Oh, I should. Thanks. I've never tried those. do You guys. Well, you haven't.
4: I mean, I've tried never.
1: them, but not. <laughs> <laughs> they work. They
4: work. <laughs> I know. I never bled in them.
1: <laughs> that That's what happens when you wear them. You stop bleeding. Yeah.
2: I've never done that. I, I, I've heard it gets stinky. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm not into oh, wow. it. Wow. Yeah. I think it's
1: worth a try. Smelly. Hmm maybe it's, as a I backup i haven't tried though yeah yeah, yeah as a yeah. backup um just real quick about my pee it's not something that's developed in my older years it's when just i would always. go to birthday just your whole parties life when i was a kid yeah um and there would be like a trampoline there i'd always bring an extra pair of underwear because i would always if, if i bounce i pee uh-huh. uh-huh and then when i was in eighth and that's grade, a guarantee that's have you it. ever have you
2: done like kegel stuff and like tried oh. to figure out how oh to- yeah
1: Okay. No, but I no, I need to do them more. I don't focus on them too much. They make and my head hurt. They do. I'm doing them now. Everybody do them. I've been doing. You them. You too, Kurt. I'm doing them. Can you do it? Do you feel yeah. anything when you do it? It's yeah. just
4: with your butthole.
1: Ah, uh, I don't feel it in my butt. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm doing it
2: right. Do you know it's supposed <laughs> to be a nod up and down?
5: No. What do
4: you mean?
2: Your clit is supposed to be nodding up and down.
5: Mine's shaking its head no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, that made it, But so it's different from you.
2: It
1: sure It's different is. from the butthole. Yeah. I thought it was a squeeze, <laughs> but it's more of a nod, I see. It's a nod. Mm, what does it I've do? never done the nod before. If you think about it. It, it tightens up everything up down there. Personally, I've always been a huge fan of the blueberry technique. Now, if you have any blueberries in your fridge, go and grab them and let's do an exercise together.
0: So, if you can imagine you had a blueberry that you needed your vagina and your anus to pick up at the same time. So again, we want that inhalation to be where it's nice and open and it's looking for that blueberry. And then as you exhale, you're going to grab that blueberry and lift it up in towards your body. So Inhale, let your blueberry go. Oh yeah. Exhale, pick up your blueberry. Yeah. And bring it up in towards your body. Got it. Oh yeah, this is harder to do with the one knee. Another one is sipping a milkshake or a smoothie through a straw with your vagina.
1: Oh, I've never tried this one, but I do have a smoothie right here.
0: And a smoothie, a nice healthy smoothie under here and as you exhale what you would be doing is sipping your smoothie or your milkshake up through that straw oh yeah as you exhale you're going to sip your milkshake or your smoothie up through that straw and as you inhale you're going to let it go exhale sip your milkshake or your smoothie inhale and let it go
1: now here's something else i didn't know there are kegels for men and they can improve you know
0: what sees your penis is composed of smooth muscle when it relaxes blood flows in naturally,
2: Hell the yeah, pelvic does. muscles
0: engage without you even knowing it. Upon penetration, a signal is sent from the head of the penis to the pelvic muscles telling them to contract. Unfortunately, these muscles are weak to begin with and get weaker with age, resulting in soft erections, premature ejaculation, and erectile dysfunction.
1: Tell me about Not really it.
0: Properly strengthening these muscles, however, is how you go from a soft erection a rock hard one.
2: Rock hard dicks.
0: But I mean, for guys,
2: you don't, don't do them, baby. It's not for men. It's no, thing. I was thing. just doing them.
4: <laughs> I was just doing it right now. I was like, what am I? What's my well, big you know, gain they out they of this? Move
1: their little ding <laughs> Yeah. And so he's moving his ding dong. Mm-hmm. I, I guess. But I
4: don't think there's any real skill. Like, there's no.
1: Can you move your dick right now? Like, yeah. can you? How much does it move Even when it's
4: not. I mean, just like.
1: Mm-hmm. Even oh, when it's not. That's you so know funny. What? I never thought of that. Even when it's not. Yeah.
2: Really, I mm-hmm. had
4: never thought
5: of that.
1: Wow, that's fun. Yeah, the puppet show.
4: <laughs> do they do it? Do that? See, I've never seen that. Have you ever uh, seen that? That's
5: it? when it was part of no, um, puppetry of the penis in yeah. elementary yeah, school. Right. I probably shouldn't say his name, but
4: <laughs> say his name, full name. Me! Oh, I can it. Uh, I a,
5: Did a puppet show under his gym shorts. So he just made it move around, and all the girls were screaming. Oh, oh my god! Wow. Yeah.
4: Was there any hip movement? Or- or was he just doing it standing still?
1: Uh, there may have been a little bit of hip movement.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. That's everybody.
1: Even when you're a kid, before oh, yeah. you're. Well, a... I mean,
4: like that was that was the main time we did it. Like 12 years old. That was a fun thing to do. Maybe. Oh,
1: you mean like you're standing?
4: Yeah, and you kind of like swing in your. Oh yeah, your junk and I can they do that. Poke against the <laughs> the front of your stuff.
1: <gasps> okay. This yeah. is see now I have this is not how things usually start, but I we got like her it. warmed up. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, I'm, I'm warm. Yeah, <laughs> but, but um, I have another question about dicks.
4: <laughs> yeah. I can answer all your dick-related
1: questions. (laughs) (laughs) My nephew, one time, he was like six or seven years old, and I heard him go, Oh, Mom, it's hard again. So little boys can get hard-ons, right? Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. Oh, sure. Just from, like, uh, I think even, like, having to go to the bathroom can do it.
1: So, and then also one time, I was changing a six-month-old diaper wait Mm -hmm. no i wasn't changing a diaper that was six months old (laughs) (laughs) i was changing a diaper of a six-month-old baby i was about 12 years old and his weenie got hard and i kept trying to push it down (laughs) so that i could put the diaper on Uh and i thought i had touched him wrong and i was very scared yeah oh wow that would terrify me so can that happen with a baby
4: i we don't know or did i touch the baby we have a little girl
1: yeah we We don't know oh boy you might want to edit that out Really? I don't know. No, I <laughs> think <That's fine. laughs> Oh, my God. I was so scared. I didn't tell the mom because I was like, oh, my God. I-, I bet
4: you it's probably pretty normal.
1: Okay, first of all, have I already talked about this on the podcast? Everything is becoming blurry to me. I can't remember what I've talked about and not talked about. But regardless, I looked it up, and, yep, babies get erections all the time. Crazy. They can even get them in the womb. Gross. I don't understand how it worked, but. Okay. Well, I guess this is a good t- Time to introduce you guys. <laughs> great. <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> and Amanda had a great idea before we got, uh, before you got here. She said, why don't you have them introduce each other? And I think that's a wonderful idea, too. Okay. Because you're married, mm-hmm. and you know more about each other than I know about you.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, to my left is the uh, beautiful and talented and emotionally intelligent uh, <laughs> actor, uh, writer, producer, uh, Lauren Cook.
1: Oh, that was oh. nice. Producer,
4: just take it.
2: You're just throwing in all of the.
4: You got them all,
2: okay. Um, this is my husband, Kurt Brownoler. Which direction
1: Ohler. is he? To your left or your He's right? He's on my right. <laughs> How do you It'd say be the so last funny.
2: Oler. stand-up comedian, actor, writer, father. Oh yeah. Which is, I think, a vital part of our conversation. Maybe. I think so. I got them all, right? Come on,
4: just give me a producer, too. A producer. producer. (laughs) There Um, we go. Exactly. Executive producer. Executive. (laughs) In the future of things.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think we got them all.
4: There we go. That's us. That's us.
2: I
1: love it. Okay, so I have you guys here because you have a child, and I've never interviewed a guy that has a kid.
4: Oh wow! Okay, and
1: you, Kurt, are a contestant.
4: Okay, great. On
1: this game show. So here's <laughs> my
4: question, and you probably answered this a million times, so you can edit it out. Yep. When will you make a decision?
1: Well, you are kind of catching me at the tail end of this. Okay. Oh, I'm figuring it out, okay. guys. Um, oh wow! I am. I'm down to a couple peeps. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna announce. <laughs> in a few weeks, uh-huh. so uh, you're getting in right at the tail end. Okay, wow, great. congratulations! So like, That's already, very exciting.
4: Have you kind of like in your mind you have like your top three or whatever so yeah, far? I okay, do. Okay, so it's like. I mean, is it totally made up? Is no, your mind not, made no, up? No, it's not. I've okay, got room for... still open.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of the things, like, one, I've interviewed like 15 guys, and I don't know if any of them are able to procreate, and I know that you can. Yeah. So that's good.
4: And... Already. It's a
1: good <laughs> point. point. I'm already Very good in the point. Running. And then I've interviewed a married couple, Amanda and Matt, and they, you know, if Matt, if I said, Matt, you're the only person on the planet that can do this, you have to do it, he would do it, because he's a good yeah. friend of mine. But the two of them want to have children and it's sort of harder for them to get past the idea of like doing this for me before doing it yeah. for themselves. Maybe mm-hmm. if
5: we already had one or two, we'd, you know, be less precious about it.
1: Mm-hmm. But Matt doesn't think he could let go of any of his sperm. Selfish. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole. What an asshole. What a jerk. Yeah. Anyway, so I was wondering if it's less precious to people that already have a kid. I don't know. Now, I think it would be I a- will let me preface this by saying that Lauren has already told me that she's probably not going to let me have your sperm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said anything was
2: possible. All right. All right. But I do think it's a pretty slim chance. Yeah, yeah. I think well,
4: let's keep it open. Do you know what I mean? Like if I win the competition, You know. <laughs> competition. Then we can like I'll always prefer to go on the audition even if I know I can't do the <laughs> right, gig. game. Exactly. You know, and then turn them down rather than me get turned down, right? right. Give it so, your all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So let's just see and let's keep it open for now. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Good. Well, what were you going to say before I interrupted just now?
4: uh it would, I would have to like we would have to talk about it oh yeah
1: yeah yeah
4: <laughs> it would be like a real thinker
1: yeah Amanda yeah. sorry yeah. can we get rid of the
5: banjo <laughs> oh sure I forgot Molly's scared of banjos so I had to always take <laughs> it out of the room
4: really no, what what you. you can hear it can you yes. hear it vibrate oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
2: that's so interesting because I heard something too just she doesn't now. believe me no I do believe
5: you I just think it's something to tell people
0: you're scared I think it's funny too, <laughs> <I think> it's <laughs> funny too. that's yes. his that's
1: his <laughs> Yeah, I can't touch his banjo. Yeah, I can't touch Amanda his sperm. Can. I can't no, touch his banjo. no, we're really, setting limits here. I can't sleep in his bed with him.
2: There,
4: <laughs> it's a whole bunch of rules. I mean,
2: I feel like we both have a lot to talk about with you, only because okay. we were both raised by single moms. You
5: were? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my
2: gosh. And my situation was especially unique in that i didn't know my dad at all didn't meet him until later did your
1: mom have other people helping her out no there was we
2: would go see my grandparents all the time they were three hours away Mm -hmm. but she really did it on her own i mean like i went to daycare and stuff she worked full time so Mm -hmm. from three months i was in daycare but like i was very happy i was always really really happy good
1: yeah do you have any
2: siblings no Mm. yeah i do so
4: Kurt, my name's Kurt. Are you looking at me? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
2: No, but I was going to say, like, we kind of have a difference of opinion or did at one point about whether or not to have a second kid. Mm-hmm. And I feel very driven to have a second kid because I did not like being an only child. Mm. And the reason that I was stumbling. And then into... that and
4: that opinion just erased my opinion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. So we are going to have a second kid.
1: Um... <laughs> Wait, are you though?
4: Yeah, we're, we're trying. We
1: want to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, shoot, if you're trying... Okay, but keep going. I know. It sort of (laughs) ruins
2: everything. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I was going to say, but you, in some ways, you have like one narrative where you talk about being an only child, and then you have another, because you have a bunch of half-siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have
4: seven half-siblings through my dad. mm -hmm. Um, But I was just an only child with my mom. Mm -hmm. And so... And
2: you were really happy.
4: Yeah, totally. I felt no need for any siblings. Right, which is why we
2: both were coming at this, like, second kid question from two different point of views. In in my
4: mind... did
1: Did you have a relationship with those seven half siblings
4: uh yes so
1: you didn't feel like a, an only child then
4: but i mean like they weren't around okay they never they, they lived, lived we really they lived very away. very far oh, okay. away and so i would see them maybe a month out of the year
1: like cousins yeah, yeah, yeah exactly okay. and so
4: i for me I've, I've always felt like um it was like i saw other families that had like huge families and i was like damn they don't get any attention. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, they don't have, you know, it's like for me, I've just felt like, oh, I got the best of both. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Totally spoiled. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so you were an only child. I mean, sorry, you were raised by a single mama too. Yeah. Would you wa- want to tell me about that?
4: Oh, it was Anything? The be- I mean, <laughs> it's it's going to be tough. Right. But it's like the bond between me and my mom was like pretty, pretty intense. She was great.
1: And then we started talking about, you know, the fact that they're trying to have another baby.
4: I don't know if you're fully prepared for <laughs> that, what it's going to happen. Sex. i really don't i mean i know you went through it once but i think you've forgotten a lot
1: i think i mean of course i know what are you talking about i'm just so
4: scared of it again yeah
1: so we yeah yeah, i want to know about it i want to know about your pregnancy and i want to know about your right so
2: i am (laughs) trying to like reframe this whole experience the second time around because Mm -hmm. the first time was really tough it was yeah yeah, it was. In what way? Well, I just hated being pregnant. You did. I really disliked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really uncomfortable, especially in the beginning. In the the first and third trimester were a lot worse than the second. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think part of it is just me though. Like I like to eat and drink things that I can't eat and drink, and I was frustrated that I was getting so fat. I was like, it was very difficult to just be like, oh, I was you really uncomfortable. About your boobs? Yeah, occasionally, but like everything else just trumped it. Every I mean, listen. I don't want us to come here and tell you that pregnancy is the I don't want to like detail how awful pregnancy <laughs> it's is. It's okay, it's okay. But it's a bummer that you can't you can't take cold medicine. You can't take Advil. You can't It's just it's Cold medicine you can't take? No. Mm-hmm. You can't or take What do you take if you get a cold? Nothing. That's the weirdest thing. And if so I have I'm a headache, just,
4: you just have a headache.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can take Tylenol, but it's sort of fr- frowned upon, but you cannot take Advil and i was just used CBD? to like these I don't very take co- CBD, <laughs> can you yes. some people a lot of people do a lot, lot of some people smoke also weed. Apparently, really?
4: smoking weed is okay people
2: no, well i, I think that wouldn't be doing that That's sort yeah. of
1: just depending I, on who I you, you talking to i would
4: be totally fine and i'm a doctor so
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
4: I'm primarily a cbd doctor yeah oh.
1: yeah <laughs>
2: they do say if you're really panicked that um there are a lot of things that's that are worse than or rather, oh, better, yes. that, like CBD oil, for instance, if that calms you down, that's probably
1: better for yeah, the baby I'm than being very panicked. I'm worried yeah. about having a panic attack while pregnant because I can't take anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's common. Um, mm. I, How common is panic attack while pregnant? I'm afraid to look it up. <laughs> I'm honestly afraid to look it up. Okay, here we go. I googled it. It says as many as one in 10 women will experience panic attacks during pregnancy. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I see all these links here. Oh, my gosh. Panic just... Oh. oh, no. God, no. I can't. Oh, God. Mom, can you do me a favor, please, and just look this up for me and tell me what I have to do? Uh, don't worry about me, everybody. I'm fine. Well, the other strange
2: thing about being pregnant, and this is kind of like the beautiful side of it, is that it is... It feels as if you have entered a different body. Mm. You feel like you're on a different planet. You smell things differently, you taste things differently. You like, you know, something that used to make you feel a certain way now feels different. Um it's mm-hmm. it's really difficult to describe with words, but um it feels like you are inhabiting an
4: entirely different body.
1: Mm. Mommy. Mommy this does not sound fun. Mom mommy
4: and also some women love it that's you have so many friends who just were like oh I love being pregnant um
2: two I have two um
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's more than I would expect it
2: (laughs) and I did actually like the second trimester you feel really powerful and strong and you feel like the whole you know you're like oh we are the stronger sex (laughs) you know like we are magic everyone should be celebrating us you feel that I mean, you feel that kind of all the time, yeah. and then that turns to anger. Like, why are we not leading the world? Um, <laughs> but then, then once she arrived, my mood tanked so hard. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so that did you have postpartum. Yeah, but I mm. think everyone has postpartum. That's mm. just truly my experience in talking to people. It does, for some people, it's obviously far more severe and it lasts longer. But for me, I had they they call it
1: baby blues. Have mm. people told you about this yet? No, I avoid all of this.
2: So, I really wish someone had told me this and yeah. that's why I'm going to tell you. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like 80% of women have and it's such a shitty name to call it baby blues because it sounds like a like a game that you play. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I got the baby blues. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: uh, I mean, I could not stop screaming, excri- crying, oh just like <laughs> <laughs> that would have
4: been horrible. Just can't stop screaming. <laughs> just wandering from room to room.
2: <laughs> I, went to, I started to say sobbing, and then I went to like crying and screaming came up. But I mean, you weren't you I, you weren't that bad. But. I was like I was in a dark place, and and it's then a I,
4: dark place no matter what, even for for the man, you yeah, know. Yeah,
2: because you're really tired. Yeah. But the thing is, it it statistically, like I said, I think it's seventy to eighty percent of women have this, but it lasts two weeks. Mm. So when I was feeling it, I kind of was like you just are future tripping and like I need to go on drugs and what the fuck like I did not anticipate and then literally on the 14th day it was like my hormone hormones recalibrated and wow. I felt like me again yeah. I wasn't happy because I was tired mm. but I didn't feel you know like I was having some kind of manic depressive explosion um, which which is truly how I felt and for the for that first period I was I you know and I know other people who've experienced the same thing and I just wish doctors told people that like because you do your your hormones are at the highest they'll ever be when you're pregnant and the Mm. minute you have the baby they just tank and so if you have a sensitivity to that just anticipate it and if I knew like this is temporary this is part of it I think I would have been a lot less freaked out.
1: What about the very first day or two? Isn't there like a huge release of oxytocin and you're on a high? Oxytocin. O-X-Y-T-O-C-I-N. Oxytocin is a neurotransmitter and a hormone that is produced in the hypothalamus. From there, it is transported to and secreted by the pituitary gland at the base of the brain. It plays a role in female reproductive functions from sexual activity to childbirth and breastfeeding. Stimulation of the nipples triggers its release. During labor, oxytocin increases uterine motility, causing contractions in the muscles of the uterus or womb. As the cervix and vagina start to widen for labor, oxytocin is released. This widening increases as further contractions occur. In 2012, researchers reported that people in the first stages of romantic attachment had higher levels of oxytocin compared with non-attached single people. Sexual activity has been found to stimulate the release of oxytocin, and it appears to have a role in erection and orgasm. The reason for this is not fully understood, but in women, it may be that the increased uterine motility may help sperm reach their destination. you...
2: In the hospital, I was really happy. Yeah. I remember being like pretty euphoric in the Uh hospital. It was when we got home that it hit me. I don't even remember the details. I was just just in a
4: low-level panic for like a month and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe two months.
2: Yeah, you're just sleep-deprived and stuff. But then it starts exponentially getting better and better and better and better and better and better. And now today, it's it's the most fun. I mean, we have like...
4: She's amazing. How
5: old is your little
2: girl? She's a year and a half. and just starting to talk, and the talking is like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I just didn't realize... In the way that I didn't realize that some of this stuff would be so hard, I did not realize it would be so fun, and Mm -hmm. and it's so fascinating. It's just... It's It's
4: reorganized my whole life, yeah. Like, I definitely... I definitely now know, like, this is the reason I'm here. And it's nice to, like, have a point. Yeah. And that, like, she and and if there's another one, like, are the, yeah, like, my, the reason for my existence and, like, what I want to do in my My
1: life. My goodness. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it shifts everything. It's crazy. That's pretty great. Yeah. 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 There's also no worried, worrying. There's, like, no time (laughs) to have any of these major to just sort of lose yourself in your worries because there's yeah. just not a moment of the day that you're not kind of making That's a meal good. or doing laundry or whatever. I mean, it really feels, yeah.
1: Yeah. I like having a distraction from my insane thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A baby will do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no time. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So how was actual labor? Uh, Did you... Have a vaginal birth?
2: I did. I had this idea that I wanted to experience uh, a medical-free, you know, no -hmm. no drug uh, thing just because I... Was really curious about uh-huh. it. I got, I kind of got romantic in my head about like women have been doing this, you know, since the dawn of time, and mm-hmm. I want to experience what all other women experience. Mm-hmm. And so we got a doula, and um, and I did it. Basically, we waited a long time. I labored, labored at home, home mm-hmm. and then we got to the hospital, and I was six centimeters, which is like
4: active labor. They're
2: like patting you on the back because you did you you did a lot of the work yourself, mm-hmm. and then I continued to labor at the hospital for... From si-
4: midnight to 6 a.m. Wow.
2: Right. And so, and I was having contractions every 30 every two sec-
4: Every two minutes for two minutes.
5: Oh my oh.
2: gosh.
4: Yeah, That's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh,
2: and it was like really dramatic. I just kept falling on all fours because I felt better when I was on all fours. Mm-hmm. And you just make sounds like you're a fucking animal. It doesn't make any sense. Like you want to like, when <laughs> it stops, because when it stops, it totally stops. And you want to laugh about like, did you hear me? What the I sounded like an ox, you know, oh, like God. what the fuck was that sound I just made? But then you're like back in it, and um, and so it's a real panic attack. And and I had this doula, and she was the only one who could make me feel better because she was like squeezing my. Back in this way because it was like a back labor, mm. and Kurt would try to do it because she was getting so tired. And I and he was like, Not do it, doing it. I, I was like, Get him out of there! Fucking get like,
4: at first, we're I was paying really...
2: you. <laughs> I was,
4: when we were like, Got the duel, I was like, Oh wow, duel is kind of expensive. And I was like, All right, we'll see. <laughs> and then, like, midway through that, I was like, I would pay twice the amount uh... to have her keep squeezing this
1: butt. Yeah, <laughs> she she how knew does how to the squeeze cost for you guys. How much did you I expect? think it was 800. I think it was more than
2: that. I think it's more than that. I thought it was thousands. Oh, so the point of the story, though, is that I went those six hours, you know, having those crazy contractions. And then the doctor came in and he was like, and you're still six centimeters. (laughs) Like nothing, nothing had changed. And that's when I was like, I need the epidural. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And you basically applauded that you were, you were like, fucking like, Get Jesus Christ, epidural,
4: thank God, yeah.
1: and immediately <laughs> fell asleep. Um, Do you have contractions through the epidural?
2: Yeah, but you don't feel them. The you funniest part, them. though, was that's that crazy. because I hadn't prearranged the epidural, mm. you I had to wait an hour and a half for the epidural. Wow. And so every time I had a contraction, I was just screaming because I thought if I screamed louder, then they would come oh, faster. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. So I was just saying, help. I was literally yelling help every time.
1: <laughs> Consciously. Oh, my
0: God.
1: Yes,
2: because I needed help. <laughs> <laughs> so funny.
4: Yeah, six to seven thirty. But then Screaming I got help.
2: then I got it, and she was there six hours later. Wow! wow. It was like three pushes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and she you was can so still tiny push that was with like, an
1: epidural, but you can't
2: use your legs. It's very surreal. Yeah. It's like you're
1: having an idea of what pushing would feel like, but you can't feel the push. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, now I need to know how are you dealing with this while she's going through.
4: I was just trying to squeeze her butt, right? And yeah, you were—you yeah. were—you were, you were, like you squ- were sh- squatting and like. Ugh.
2: I was in the tub, out of the tub. In the- Hold
4: up.
3: What
1: else did we talk about on this show?
5: Uh, you want to get to asking like actual like sperm donor questions? Oh yeah,
1: I should ask oh, yeah. you sperm donor questions. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, go for it.
1: Well, I mean, we usually we analyze your face.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I think it could work. Yeah, it's a good it's a good combo. Let's see my angle. Oh I'm yeah,
4: I'm seeing I'm show I'm right oh, now showing profile. profile.
1: It's a good profile. Great, great. Yeah, are are, are these decisions terrible.
4: weighted? That's what I want to know. For you, what's the most important thing? What's
1: most valuable? Yeah.
4: What's like the ear size. if you're waiting on your size, <laughs> this size, yeah. ear size. I'm six foot four, oh, well... 195 pounds.
1: That's a good size. Oh, ears,
4: size. yeah. <laughs> I have attached.
1: That's, attached. Genetic. that's genetic. That's that's a Mendelian trait. Mm-hmm. Attached earlobes, which means there's just one marker for that gene. Wrong. I fact-checked myself on Wikipedia and it turns out that your earlobe being attached or dangly is no longer considered a Mendelian trait. Neither is hair color, skin color, eye color, widow's peak, or having that extra long second toe. In case I haven't already defined Mendelian traits on this show, and I honestly can't remember if I have because it's all a blur, you guys, but Mendelian traits are the traits that are passed on through dominant and recessive alleles. For example, let's discuss the pink pubic hair trait, which is recessive, and the green pubic hair trait, which is super dominant. The only way for the child to have pink pubes is if both mom and dad pass on the pink pube allele. But if the child receives either two green pube alleles or just one pink and one green, then the kid will definitely have green pubes get it well a a couple things are are important to me uh mental health and um addiction okay so (laughs) uh no
4: no mental health issues Mm -hmm. my dad doesn't have any i mean my dad drinks all the time but not you know he's like a functional human being who it doesn't abuse anyone or anything like (laughs) that he like drinks in an american way do you know know what i mean (laughs) like american dad way my grandma like drank but like again not in a crazy way yeah um she would have like every day she would have she would go for a swim in her pool
1: yeah
4: when this is like starting at age 70 she would go for a swim in her pool for like a half hour and swim never getting her hair wet oh. and then she would come and have one cigarette oh
5: my god and
4: a pina colada oh my god uh every single day
5: that's gold
1: Yeah. not that, that sounds. Like, yes. amazing
4: yeah that was great
2: She'd been a dancer too. She was really glamorous. Oh my mm. god! Wow!
5: And a pina colada—that's not right? a, just Low a gin and tonic. I mean, no, that's no, no, like that a, a blender. blender yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah she had a blender every single day. Good. That's dinner.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a
4: nice afternoon, right? Yeah, that's living in really Florida. Yeah. One cigarette and a yeah. pina colada. I wouldn't I and a
1: lot of that. self-control that's what
2: I was gonna say just one that's really moderate <laughs> well, you no know, I mean like
4: I was aware of one right you know uh,
2: yeah.
1: maybe there was more yeah
4: but the fact that she smoked <laughs> deep into probably until she was like 80 or something that's kind of great
1: yeah my yeah. grandmother's 98 and she quit smoking last year Two years ago. No shit. You're kidding. Yeah, yeah she what? was smoking That's two amazing. packs a day. <gasps> <laughs> oh, for
4: real? Oh, oh, wow.
1: Yeah. She also had TB when she was younger. <laughs> so, wow. she's a wild lady. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. And I, her name's on my hand right now because I have to call her after this. Okay. What's huh. her name? Nana. <laughs> What's her what other name?
4: Jean. Grandmother. Jean. It's Nana Jean Grandmother Char. Char. is her full name. <laughs>
1: Nana Grandmother. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: Jean Sharp is a good name too. Yeah,
1: Jean Sharp. Yep, she dated. Um, she went on a couple dates with. Um, Gregory Peck. Wow. And whoa, she danced with JFK. Holy shit! And she would go to these dances. Then um, a fellow that she had been to one dance with um, sent her a letter from Pearl Harbor and was like, Jeannie, come here and marry me. And she said, OK.
3: Oh, yes. We, I hadn't seen him in four years, <laughs> but he was sending me these beautiful love letters. Aww. And I really had a crush on him when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And also, I was very interested in leaving home. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was part of it. It all sounded so romantic. Yeah. You know, to leaving for Hawaii. So yeah. that's why I went out and married him. It was very difficult when I was married. We went to a hotel and I was a virgin. Oh. And a very tough one I guess because he <laughs> had a terrible time. And I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> very it was miserable. And it took three nights for him to even try to break the hymen. <laughs> then
1: my mom was conceived, and then that night Pearl Harbor was bombed. Oh, What? Shit. The night my mom was conceived in Pearl Harbor. Seriously? Yeah.
3: And they survived? Yes, that was it. Because we had been to a party with my best friend from my hometown, mm-hmm. Bill Tompkin. And the next morning when we woke up and heard all this terrible noise, we were furious because we thought they were having tests on a Sunday ah. and woke us up. And then when we looked out, we realized there was all this smoke and fire around. And so we got in the car to see what was happening. And we were only a about a quarter of a mile from Pearl Harbor because we were at Hickam.
0: Yeah.
3: And well, we got there and the whole harbor was on fire. And it was just too. We couldn't really believe what was happening. We sat there, and this little Chinese cab driver came over. And he said, "Get out! Get out! Go away! It's war! Mm-hmm. It's war!" And then there was a lot of pandemonium. Mm-hmm. So, I packed a small bag with a change of underwear, and I think some bananas, mm-hmm. and some just minor things, and Bob took me down to Fort Shafter, and they were digging this tunnel to make a new road through the mountain, but it was just all dirt, it was just a dirt tunnel, mm-hmm. and I was, and he left me off there to be safe in this tunnel. Mm-hmm. And then when I walked in, this little girl grabbed me by the ankle and we said, Help me, me having baby. Mm. And so I told the sentry at the tunnel, I said, This girl, this woman is having a baby. I need an ambulance. He said, Lady, you've got to be kidding. There are dead men all over the place. He, I said, Well, at least get me a pair of scissors and some sterile string. Yeah. And so, anyway, he did that. And I had got some newspapers and put it under her. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of pandemonium all around us, you know, with women and children screaming in this tunnel. And finally we got the baby delivered, and I wrapped it in this wraparound skirt that I had on. Mm -hmm. But I forgot that I had taken my lower bridge out and put it in the pocket (laughs) of my skirt. So off they drove in a station wagon <laughs> with the baby, the mother, and my stint and uh, <laughs> uh, My teeth and my skirt, which, which I never got back. Oh, my gosh.
1: And Nana, so, how did you know
3: how to deliver a baby?
1: You've told me it's because you did a lot I was of an reading. avid
3: breeder. Yeah. I was an avid breeder, and I'd read about it, and I had delivered or been at the delivery of calves up the farm mm-hmm. and I knew what was coming. I helped with the calves sometimes mm. and I knew from all my reading what was going to happen yeah. and I wasn't nervous about that. It was just a, I knew what to do almost instinctually.
1: Wow. If you want to hear more of Nana's stories, you can hear the rest of this conversation on my Patreon page. I'll post it tomorrow or on Thursday. But she goes on to tell me all kinds of things about how she ended up working at the hospital that day. She was dressed as a nurse and somebody handed her a a leg. We go on to talk about all of her three births and uh, her 45-inch chest. And I asked her if she ever experienced postpartum depression. I'm having it
3: now. (laughs) And no. <laughs> i the, the
2: question i have though is do you like really picture what your baby's gonna look like like what is your well i, I mean i'm I, sure i
1: was having a little um problem like my worry is that like if i have a kid with somebody i look too much like then they're gonna emphasize all the things i don't like about my face right like my little <laughs> eyes and my big chin
2: <laughs> you have such a great face. I like
1: my face. I like my face. Yeah, but like, what if this chin was doubled because because I had a chin with somebody else?
3: Yeah, I but you're that does That's not <laughs> how
1: that it baby's works. Baby's gonna come out, and you're just gonna be like,
5: I know. I head know. over heels. Regardless, it honestly
4: doesn't. You you won't care what the baby looks like.
1: I yeah, know I won't. Not I even yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I know. That's what Sabrina said too. She told you to knock it off. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I did. And that's when I was like, all right, I can narrow this down, and I narrowed it down.
4: Yeah.
2: Nothing about this, from very beginning to very end, will go the way you think it's gonna go. Yeah. There's no I can't planning plan that. It. Yeah. 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 The baby will look the
1: opposite of the way you think it's
2: gonna. Look. Yeah. <laughs> just meaning that our baby looks nothing like me, and I've just come really? to terms with that. I think your baby does
1: look like you from the pictures I've I seen. I think so too. She looks
2: just like her. It's okay. <laughs> I'm. So? I'm really okay with it. But in the beginning, I was like, she was not I okay, did okay with it. Yeah, because I hated this pregnancy so much. So much of that. And then the minute that the baby came out, I am not exaggerating. 30 seconds later, the nurse comes in and is like, wow. That's her dad's they child. Say
1: that so the dad knows that it's his baby. That's what everyone says, but it but, but also, also but, but
4: also genetically or like evolutionarily, for the first like two or three months, the baby looks more like the Is that father. Right? So Whoa. that the dad, so the that the baby the dad doesn't eat so that their the dad baby. sticks around and doesn't <sighs> kill the baby. So
3: you're not cuckolding. Apparently, yeah. wow,
1: I love cuckolding. I mean, the idea of it <laughs> isn't it, it yeah. great? It's such a strange evolutionary, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah,
4: <laughs> that's like, like how like how they they. know that they haven't been cuckolded.
1: Kurt, I love this theory. I think it's the coolest, but there's a problem. I looked it up, and it's been disproven. I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Oh, gosh. Yeah, 2011, Scientific American wrote about it, and babies look like either parent 50% of the time. So I guess you have been cuckolded. And what's worse, I think I'm the dad you should
2: consider that if you have a really big baby, if yeah. you did have a baby that's like 10 pounds, yep. your vagina will come right back, you'll be fine, Great. and the baby will sleep longer faster. Has anybody mm-hmm. told you about this? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> the bigger the baby, the the longer they can go without eating. Mm -hmm. so olive was tiny and she had to eat like every hour and a half two hours hours, which is fucking exhausting and that's part of the problem but when they're fat Mm -hmm. they just sleep 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 Mm, so really win-win either way
1: lauren i'm so sorry to do this to you but i just tore kurt apart so i feel like i should really dig into you too well i looked up this theory and there's not really any evidence of it in either direction This is all I can find. No scientific articles, but just this one that says, not necessarily good sleep is less related to your baby's size or body weight than the maturity of his central nervous system. In other words, his brain. Every baby's sleep patterns are unique, and while some babies seem to sleep well from an early age, others seem to have more trouble settling down and sleeping throughout the night until they're older. I don't know. It's inconclusive. Either way, Kurt, I'm still the father. One thing I am worried about is Pitocin. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it feels like... Everybody gets Pitocin these days. Amanda, do you know what Pitocin is? I actually don't. know. That induces the uh, labor. It's or like the- it makes your cervix open more or Yeah, it, it actually makes Speed the contractions. contractions? Yeah, oh.
4: it's the it's the chemical version of oxytocin.
1: Oh, oh. So it, it's like the I one that, that they make natural. in a lab. But it also so, shuts off the oxytocin, doesn't it?
4: Mm-hmm. I've yeah. heard
1: something like that.
4: That's the reason that people are worried about it is because your body is producing lex- less oxytocin when you have pitocin, mm. and that was like that big Ricky Lake uh, yeah, documentary. That, um, have you that watched was that like yet? Yeah. I watched
1: it long ago.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little bit. Troublesome only because it's so biased in one direction. But I did learn a lot when I yeah. watched it. Yeah, yeah. But I think
4: because of because of the fact that that exists, there is such a push against pitocin. Um, and it's not like it's not evil, but it, but you know the, these these ideas like that doctors are making decisions without the mother's input. I think that's a huge yeah. problem. And I think. and i think that still happens in the in a bunch of this a bunch of the parts of the country Mm. but if you go to a good hospital i don't think it happens here anymore. what
1: i've noticed just from my friends or my sisters-in-law is that for anybody that that gets pitocin it seems like they all end up with a c-section like it doesn't work and they're Mm. laboring for 36 hours and then finally they end up having a c-section i feel like that i mean it's Like the baby's not ready to come out. Yeah. So why are we rushing it?
2: Right. Well, no, I agree. I think they are rushing it because it's a business to have a Mm -hmm. certain amount of babies and a certain amount of time in a hospital. And Mm -hmm. I do think, and I think that's the name of the documentary, The Business of Being Born. born. Mm -hmm. And 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 there's some element of that that's true. And that's why you have to find a doctor who's like patient and cool. And my doctor was that way. There was no, he was fine with it taking as long as it was going to take. But I was really against Pitocin and the minute, the minute I got an epidural, he just gave me Pitocin and, oh. and I was like, I don't wa-. and he basically was like, you need this. It's a really low dose oh. and you know, you're so exhausted and kind of confused. But in hindsight, I sort of wish he hadn't given me Pitocin mm. because I, you fill up with water. You just oh. feel like, Oh, somebody gave me some kind of hormonal thing. That's not natural. Oh. And you feel that for like 24 hours. Oh. But I had my baby six hours later, which was like... And it just all went so smoothly that I also don't have a huge amount of complaints. Yeah, I think if you do get the epidural, just get it really, really late. Try to do as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And then your body's really all the...
4: It's pumped with oxytocin.
1: Already, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. When people get an epidural way too early, Mm -hmm. that slows things down. And then you need more Pitocin. And Mm -hmm. then you need more epidural because the Pitocin makes the contractions much stronger and faster. Mm. And so you're like giving both drugs both drugs, both drugs. Anyway. yeah, because
4: the epidural you you that push right? that you push the your body produces oxytocin based on the pain that you're experiencing mm. from the and so uh, and then when you have the epidural and you don't have that pain trigger anymore, it stops producing as much oxytocin. so you kind of stop mm. you stop contracting. Mm-hmm. And so then the pitocin makes the contractions mm. start up again, even though your body can't feel the pain.
2: You don't. I think, from what again, I understand, I'm a doctor, I mainly <laughs> feel like we're making CBD. up like sixty percent of what we're saying right now. But if you get pitocin, I've been told if you get pitocin without any pain, without any epidural, it's gonna really hurt.
3: Mm. Oh boy! Oh yeah, because it
4: because it increases them. They it come makes on them like really much faster, stronger. much harder, and it's oh. yeah.
2: bad news,
1: yeah.
5: Are you learning a lot today? Yeah, I really am actually. It's I'm, funny because yeah.
1: she's the only, I guess she's the only mom aside from my mom that's ever been on this show. Oh, huh? crazy. Yeah, oh, I mean, because we're
5: mostly interviewing guys, you yeah. know, so it's actually, this has been great. Yeah. I think,
4: I still feel like I've really gotten interviewed enough. I'm sorry. I, I yeah, feel <laughs> like I don't know if you can make a choice to put me in the first slot. That's you know fair. what I mean? Well, I'm here guess, to win a competition. What, yeah, what
2: else could you do to prove your,
1: well, I, don't I have know. to ask I mean, you like, how your singing voice is?
4: oh uh, no, no. it's not mm-hmm. really good what's his
1: favorite song
4: what's my favorite song
1: what's yeah, my what's favorite, favorite song Lauren? Song? it's from moana for sure
2: <laughs> i
5: don't know any moana you have I've to sing been a moana standing on the edge Beach of the water, water.
1: Long, long as i, I can, can remember, remember. Never. he can sing them all <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite I cereal Okay, let's oatmeal. do like a rapid fire questions. <laughs> okay, fa- favorite cereal?
4: I guess it's oatmeal, and that's just brand new. What it's do you
1: put in your oatmeal? Dumb.
4: I put it. I put <laughs> honey, a, a vanilla, uh, blueberries, and some nuts.
1: Okay, um, Swiss Army knife or Swiss cheese?
4: Swiss Army knife.
1: Radiohead or uh, Radio Gaga?
4: Radiohead? What's Radio, <laughs> radio Gaga? Gaga? It's just oh, a it's Gaga a, song on the radio. You
1: know that song? It's like a. Radio. All we hear is Radio Gaga. It's from oh, okay. the 80s. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Favorite right. candy? How old are you? 42. How do you not know that song?
4: I think I do. I think you're you're saying the words wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it. I probably am. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. It's, no, that's not what it is. I don't think it's Radio Gaga. No,
1: but I could be wrong. All we get- So we're going to have to get your willingness to give your sperm to me on a a scale scale of of one one to to ten. I feel like I want to talk about why, though, because I feel like it would come
2: across as like I'm saying you can talk about it after. Okay.
5: Yeah, you'll each get maybe 30
1: seconds after.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. We got to get out <laughs> to of your house. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, not rushing. You <laughs> just I know.
1: I also feel like I haven't really given you any reason to want to give me your sperm because I already told you that I'm okay. Like, I've got a couple people yeah, that are willing to all do You're all it. lined up, yeah.
5: Um, you have, like, right? a
2: plan B and plan C. Yeah. But that's okay.
5: But, I mean, you're, you are you don't have the one yet, though, so.
1: You could be the one, Kurt.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we do it at the same time.
1: Okay, are you guys ready? Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three, ten two and a half. <laughs> no. It's a ten?
4: It's a ten. I'm telling you. I go in, I audition hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want <laughs> to get the, the part. You
1: cannot play with my heart like that.
4: What? I mean, like, oh. you see Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Obviously, if she said two and a half, it's not happening. Okay. But look, so I'm saying ten because I, I want to win. I want to win this competition. He's making
1: you the yeah. bad cop. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's funny. That's how you got to work with kids. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: No, she's not the bad cop. I'm going to be two and a half as well. Oh,
1: that's cute. That's not one, and it's not zero. Okay, that that's a five when you add them together. So that's yeah, really exactly. good. That's
4: so you're right in the middle, 50 50
1: That's pretty good. Do you think if
5: you were done having children, you'd be more open to it? Maybe. I probably not. I think the biggest thing would be that it would be
2: tough for this baby, your baby, to know that he has another family and other kids that are approximately the 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 same age. (laughs) That would be like, I feel like I understand why people do it with a, with blind not knowing the person at all, uh-huh. but I think it's great if the person doesn't want to have their own kids mm-hmm. and or, like you said, is way past having done it. Maybe they have kids that are older, mm-hmm. way, yeah. way older. Growing
1: up mm-hmm. in that non-traditional headspace from the get-go, I don't think the baby would be too fucked up by it
4: oh no 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 i don't think the baby would I'm be not fucked up by I, I think you right now. no but i think it would no, be like no but
1: i think they would be fucked up though if he was
2: like oh he's totally a full time dad all the time right you to, do you think to so other people. Mm. yeah i think it would be easier would if be he weird. was not a not, and not a, already a dad a real active dad i think that might be hard i don't know if that's that one of the people so on your fascinating list
5: fascinating because i did not anticipate this perspective but hearing it from you guys it makes so much sense i don't
1: think he'd be fucked up by it because i don't think that he would ever see you as dad
4: he would just see me but as he sperm will donor. as donor no
1: uh-huh. he will i mean
2: just being someone who didn't know my dad and needed to know my dad uh-huh there's there is a longing to know that person and understand right. why that person isn't a part of your life. Yeah, and communication is really key, and like everybody being really open about what the roles are. But everybody's so glad you're here, yeah. and I just think that can get clouded if he's such a great dad to these other people.
4: And I'm yeah. aware. of And that right around the corner, like if if yeah. we even lived in like a different state, it would be different, yeah. you know. But like the fact that we're in the same city, yeah. I and you would want to gonna... know. You would
2: want to know this baby because there's also like.
4: Right, because I love being a dad.
2: You love being a dad, and when you have a baby too, there's this whole element of like, my mom's in there, my dad's in there, my grandparents might be in that kid. There's Mm -hmm. like this sense Mm -hmm. of, so I feel like, I don't know who it is that you're considering, but it would be great if they either maybe just don't want to be a full-time dad and love the idea of like a part-time situation, Mm -hmm. or they're just done with that aspect of their Mm -hmm.
1: life. Hey, if you're listening, potential sperm donors, you know everything's going to be just fine. Don't worry about it. Listen to this part. I don't know if everything's okay. I would try one in December.
4: That's great. Holy shit! No. That's amazing. It's really awesome.
1: Yeah. Now, last week I told you I'd narrowed it down to three people, but I think I've actually narrowed it down to two people. I posted one of those conversations with one of those fellas last week on my Patreon, and this week I'm posting the other conversation. So if you're a Patreon subscriber for $2 or more a month, you'll have early access and know exactly what two guys I'm talking about And if not, I'll tell the rest of you in a few more episodes. But I got to build the suspense just a little bit. Also, I'm not saying that I'm not going to choose somebody else. I do have a couple interviews with other dudes lined up. So, you know, anything can happen. Anyway, back to Lauren and Kurt. I asked them if they had any thoughts about the pros and cons of being a single person as opposed to a couple raising a child.
2: I think, again, because we were both raised by single moms who made all the decisions. If anything, you should just feel excited that you don't have to fight with anybody that you don't have to fight with anybody and that you just the bond will be so So much stronger it's just really kind of beautiful um i think that yeah we've we've gotten closer and also sometimes it's like you're not doing it right (laughs) you're (laughs) fucking because kurt traveled a lot when she was very tiny and it Mm -hmm. was sort of difficult to because you get into he went a real patterns, of of, yeah. He was vacations. constantly vacationing.
4: I just wanted to. I was like, I deserve a cruise. I just went through this whole thing, yeah. And so I did a six month cruise.
2: Yeah. Oh my god.
4: I saw everything. It was amazing. I saw the pyramids.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun for me. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: um, yeah. No, I mean. It, it you'll will you'll be very tired. You will need yeah. help, and yeah. I'm sure you'll have a lot of buddies to help you. But it's also like
4: it's you can con- do it.
2: You can 100 percent do it. Yeah. 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 Okay. You're gonna you're gonna love it.
4: Okay. It's really I mean, the
2: best. If you cry uncontrollably for two weeks, just know it most likely will only last two weeks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
4: Cool. And if it lasts cool. more than two weeks, it's okay. It'll have it'll you can it'll, take a drug and be, an
1: it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Also, yeah. we
2: have we didn't talk about breastfeeding, but i that's can't wait oh. yeah. my, but my boobs back. they're
1: gonna get big oh yeah. very big yeah. <laughs> very, yeah that's all i've ever wanted but they won't have be my like mom's but boobs. they'll be
4: like very sensitive
1: <laughs> that's okay but you they're can... not very sensitive now i could use a little more sensitivity <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can
2: go shopping for like i wore double d which is wow. insane. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah because yeah. i have Would small boobs with? like a b okay because yeah. so this girl's got an a and she just. Needs... You have an a i don't think so i don't know
5: I, don't, I think you're wearing Big the kit. wrong size bra. Oh, yeah, I, I, really I really do. I think that I'm you're just wearing a cami. Yeah. You, you need to go get measured. <laughs> I do
2: too. Yeah. You're,
1: yeah, you're not. You're a, a B. Yeah. Thanks guys. That's I'm really not even what... looking. I'm just looking at the, I'm just looking at the wall. <laughs> okay, good. Well, thanks guys. Can we sing Moana to get us out of here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How's it go? Um, I've been standing standing on on the the edge edge of the water water, Long long as I can can remember remember, Never never
2: really knowing why
1: That's the end of the episode you guys. Thank you so much for listening and thank you Amanda Lund and thank you Kurt Oler, and thank you Lauren Cook. If you want to follow Kurt, it's Kurt K U R T Brownowler B R A U N O H L E R and Lauren you can follow at your butt Lauren Cook. Your Y O U R B U T T Lauren Cook C O O K. Or you can follow Amanda At Amanda Funbuns, or you can follow Spermcast or me at Spermcast and Molly Hawkey. If you want to donate to my Patreon and have early access to secret conversations I've had with the two people that I'm potentially going to use as my sperm donors, or to hear that conversation I had with my Nana, then go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast. You can email me at spermcast at gmail.com or leave a message at 323-741-1818. I always have links to all of this stuff in the show description so you can find all that there too. And most importantly, rate, review, subscribe, and share with everybody. Spread the word. You know, just cause. I'll talk to you next week. I'll let you know how my knee's doing. And that's it. Love you. Bye-bye.
3: I love you, sweetheart. Bye bye, darling.
1: He could be balding, bearded, shorter, or tall, funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite I just need sperm. Sperm cast.
4: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?